Martha Stewart here. As a devoted pet parent and culinary expert, I ensure my cats and dogs are fed the finest nutrition. My premium pet food features air-dried protein inclusion, whole fruits and vegetables, and never any fillers. Martha Stewart pet food formulas make it so easy to satisfy the dietary needs and taste preferences of your pets. Now all six delicious formulas are 50% off. And there's convenient home delivery on Chewy.com. No more lugging heavy bags and your pets will thrive on the optimal nutrition and great taste. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Look at these questions. Look, 150 (laughs) questions came in. Hello, everyone. We are posting this week so that we can help everyone out there with their Thanksgiving planning. Joining me today are two of my most trusted culinary experts, Thomas Joseph and Sarah Carey. I'm sure that you are familiar with each of them. Between us, we've planned Thanksgiving, hotlines, magazine stories, TV shoots, and Today Show episodes for more than 20 years. I can't even count how many turkeys we've made together. We asked our followers on Instagram, on X, and on TikTok to send us questions about preparing for the holiday. Anything they wanted to know, baking tips, turkey ideas, what to do about gravy. So let's jump right in. Sarah, Thomas, are you ready? I'm ready, yeah. We've gotten gotten a lot of questions. It was a very effective, and I call this the Martha Stewart Turkey Hotline. We've done this for many, many years, and uh, and it's always kind of fun because I love to know what people want to know. Mm -hmm. And we like to be there where and when people need our help. And um, without the magazine in published form right now, we have our website and there's, uh, but this is such an effective way of communicating directly. Yeah. So thank you for coming all the way up from New York City to (laughs) our studio in Bedford to uh, record our answers. So here's a good question from Love Paris 74, 20 people, how many sides and how many turkeys? Please and thank you. Okay. So at least 20 turkeys, don't you? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if they have enough oven space for that. No. Um, 20 people. I would say one large turkey if your oven can accommodate it. I remember giving Memory Lewis a 35-pound turkey fresh killed from my coop, um, and it wouldn't fit in her. I had no idea she had such a little tiny oven. But uh, she had to cut the turkey in half. And that's sad. 
So um, it depends. If uh, Two small turkeys, wouldn't you say two, two like 12-pound turkeys mm -hmm. would be nice. You could do one roasted whole and one spatchcocked, which means splitting it down the backbone and pressing it flat. That's a very nice way to cook even a small bird. And how many sides? 20 people. Well, I think for 20 people, you want to have um, enough options for everybody, right? Especially yeah. since so many people these days are vegetarians. So name, um, name some of your favorites. Well, I love mashed potatoes. Of that, course. to me, is at the top of the list. Okay. Um, and I really love stuffing. So I think yes. it's important to have a stuffing or, or a dressing. A dressing, right? right? They call it dressing in the South, I think. Mm -hmm. And then I love vegetables. So, you know, there's so many great autumnal vegetables, like honey nut squash would be perfect to kind of roast. And Those are the little small butternut squashes mm -hmm. that have been hybrid hybridized and so sweet. And even just in halves, halves mm. of those roasted with a little brown sugar and butter and yummy. Delicious. Wouldn't that be nice? Absolutely. I think a salad is a great addition because it's something that you can keep in your refrigerator, right? So many people are worried about oven space. So anything that you can serve room temperature or out of the refrigerator, I think is a nice thing to add to your menu or two of them. Gravy is a must. I don't know if we would consider that a side dish. We'll get though. into gravy because there are a lot of questions about gravy. Mm -hmm. And uh, no, that is not a side dish. That is <laughs> an addendum. Yes. <laughs> an essential addendum. Mm -hmm. Sarah, what about you, vegetables? I really, really love something crunchy and bracing. So this year I'm making a kohlrabi salad. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if everybody knows what kohlrabi is, but it's a bulb vegetable not a root vegetable, and it grows above the ground, and it tastes a little bit like a cross between very sweet broccoli and like a jicama, right? A, a turnip. turnip. Yeah. yeah, a and white it, turnip. And it's so delicious and crunchy and in season right now. And if you put like a sherry vinaigrette on it, it's really nice. Maybe some apple. So I'm really into that right now, something really crunchy and bright to sort of offset all the rich dishes. You should see what we just picked. What did you pick? I was in the vegetable garden. That's where I was. Oh. That's, why I'm, that's why I'm a little late. I was running around. Well, first of all, I am picking up ginkgo nuts for masa. Uh, oh, wow. Uh, I have a large stainless steel bowl, which he wants filled. He asked for a pail of them. So that's a disgusting job to yeah, pick up ginkgo so nuts. Yeah, it smells so horrible. But anyway, the white turnips are so beautiful. And that a turnip soup would be great, mm -hmm. yeah. or a turnip puree would be great. A gratin. Yes, a gratin. Your potato oh, and turnip yes, is so nice together. Good. That's yeah. really lovely. Okay, so that's enough for answers for yeah, the Yeah, they've got lots of side Love ideas. Paris got a lot of answers. Um, Advocacy Abbey on Instagram, buffet, family style, or plated. Never uh, plated on Thanksgiving. I don't. We yeah. can't. We cannot do plated. Well, I mean, if you have a butler and a couple servers, yeah. then, then you can do plated if you if you so choose. But people like to pick at a buffet. They, right. I, I always set that big buffet on the kitchen counter mm -hmm. uh, and where everyone is seated in the dining room. First course might be served mm -hmm. or might be served mm -hmm. as people sit down. And then they take their plates and fill and fill and fill as many yeah. times as they like. And it's, it's a, a good way to be able to eat a lot if yeah. you have a buffet. Yeah, if um, there's a soup, then you might want to plate that. And family right? style and then, depends on if you have small small family. I mean, right. if, I I think family style is nice for up to eight people at the most if the most. table is small enough to reach. Yeah. Right. Otherwise, everybody's spending all their time passing big serving platters of stuff around the table, and exactly. you can't really enjoy your food. So um, buffet, first of all, for anything over eight people, I think. Yeah. And what are you what are you going to have, Thomas? Where are you eating? I'm going to be in Buffalo with my um, sister and her. 
her five little boys. Five little so. boys, all <laughs> under the age of? They're uh, eight, under eight. Under eight. Oh, my gosh. And Sarah, where are you going to be? I'm going to be in my new house. <gasps> I know. Um, are you hosting? I am. Oh, yeah. the whole family? Yes, my oh. mom and dad and my aunt and uncle and my cousin and my littler Bro- your cousin. brother? And my brother and his girlfriend. Yeah. And oh. my kids and Marianne. Yeah. Oh, so, I'm excited. So quite a crowd. So yeah, you're going to do 15. a buffet? Yeah, we'll do yeah. a buffet. And I'll get, I'm getting like a, a 16 pound turkey. Okay. Which hopefully is big enough. I think that it's big enough. doesn't sound big enough. Well, we make a lot of vegetables and I yeah. myself will have one slice of turkey and then I just want the vegetables on the side. So, and my mom, not so secretly, now that I've started hosting, makes a whole backup turkey at home so oh, that she has okay. leftovers. And I think okay. my aunt does as well. So Because I really, I, re- I actually really like turkey sandwich. Yeah, so do I. Day. And I really, turkey I wanna, pie. I have to make sure that I get Sophie to bake me some sourdough because oh, yeah. turkey on sourdough is so good. Okay, so Advocacy Abby. At our homestead 2030, cooking a turkey and ham for approximately 15 people. What's the timing for each in a small oven? Well, that's not so hard. No, I mean... Ham first. Ham first, yeah, because a ham is essentially cooked, right? So you're really just warming it up and glazing it with whatever, you know, whatever you'd like. And tent it, tent Mm -hmm. it nicely with a a big piece of parchment and foil, and it'll stay nice and warm. Yep. And then you do your turkey, make sure your turkey, and it's a small turkey because, well, 15 people, I guess a 16-pound turkey would be plenty for that. Mm -hmm. Especially with a ham. Yeah, I'm going to a a lunch that um, there's going to be a ham and a turkey. I prefer just turkey. Yeah. but it's kind of nice to have a slice of ham too, right? I mean, I do love ham. I usually divide it. Thanksgiving is turkey and Christmas is ham. Yeah. So it's so close together. You get both of them. I don't need to have them both on the same meal, but I know a lot of people really love a ham at Thanksgiving. <laughs> okay. And uh, so timing, yeah, I guess ham first, turkey yeah. second. Because you want your turkey to be fresh out of the oven. Unless they have a grill, then they could, they, then they could grill their turkey or smoke it. If they like smoke. Yeah. Well, that's a lot of smoke. Sorry. Yeah, I, I retract that because they already have smoked ham. So make hands SSJ. Can you make traditional mashed potatoes ahead? I don't want cement. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And I would say, yes, you can. Yeah. But you have to heat them in a bain-marie. You have to put them in a glass Pyrex bowl and in a deep water and ha- let them heat very slowly the next day. And then they're they're absolutely fine. Stir in some extra butter. Yep. yep. And, or some uh, extra cream if, right. if they extra get a little too butter, thick. Yep. Right. The richer, the better. Right, right, Thomas? It's Thanksgiving. It's the time yes. to splurge. And here is um, somebody else who wants, I need a recipe for make-ahead mashed potatoes. In a crock pot would be wonderful. I think you don't make the mashed potato in the crock pot. You put it in the crock pot, yep. and that could heat it up the next day. Yeah. Also, very any nicely. mashed potato recipe, yeah. right? And you know Your what favorite. I? Do you know what I use as a refrigerator during the holidays? The porch. The porch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have a nice little enclosed yard at the dog yard, and there's a big table out there, and I put everything that I want to stay cold yep. out there. And the weather has been just perfect for outdoor refrigeration. Mm-hmm. So if you have access to the outdoors on a table, uh, make sure uh, you don't leave it out overnight because no. the critters will come. They'll find it. But, uh, but mashed potatoes, absolutely, you can make them the day before. How can I step up my mashed potatoes? Well, if you don't know my mom's recipe. The best. The best. It has not only steamed or boiled 
peeled, good potatoes, just your favorite potato. And there are many, many choices now. Uh, what's your favorite for mashed? I really like Yukon Gold. Yes. I, it's starchy, but it has a little bit of like, um, like bite to it, which is really nice. And also the color is really, really beautiful. So I think I usually go to a Yukon Gold. And you mash. add to it? I heat butter and milk and salt and pepper and thyme together. And then I pour that in and I mash it. And mm. I use a potato masher, not a ricer, though sometimes I use a ricer to, if I want it really fine. Yeah, if you don't know what a ricer is, yeah. you should really look it up. It's a contraption that pushes the cooked soft potatoes through three sides, well, really sides and a bottom of a, of a contraption. And it really does do a very good job of breaking up yeah. all that fiber. Mm -hmm. So depending on your on your potato. But, you know, my, mom always used a masher. I like to use a ricer. Don't use an electric mixer necessarily. Well, it makes kind of glue. Gluey, right? Yeah, we don't want glue. And uh, But my I add cream cheese. Yep, mm -hmm. that's whole, the secret. Whole eight ounces of Philadelphia cream cheese to mine. Do you do anything else, Thomas? Sometimes I'll put some brown butter on top of the mashed Yum. potatoes, which is nice. And even if you don't have the time to do the browning of the butter, um, just Everyone some extra has butter time on top. Thanksgiving to do brown butter. <laughs> that takes, we timed it today. It took about 15 minutes. Yeah. So no. it, it's a we, great flavorful addition, yes, it right? Is. It really amps And brown up. butter is basically just potatoes heated to boiling in a saucepan. Watch out, watch that they don't boil over. And what you're doing is cooking the milk solids in the butter. Uh, until they are kind of a nutty brown. And uh, that's it. That's brown butter. Mm -hmm. Darlene Riley from Connecticut. Hello, it's my job this year to make sweet potatoes. I need a recipe for 15 people for roasted sweet potatoes. Can you help specifically with how many and time and temperature? That's a nice challenge because well, yeah. sweet potatoes are so delicious. I like a roasted sweet potato. So I would say for... 15 people, maybe eight potatoes, and you can either just bake them in the oven at 400 degrees until they're soft, right, in their skins, and scoop them out and treat them like mashed potatoes. And they're really nice with brown butter with sage in it. Mm. So if you want to make something like a mash like that but not make it sweet the way that the marshmallow-top mashed potatoes are, I would say eight potatoes with a sticker, stick and a half of butter, browned like Martha just said, Throw some sage in right at the end so it sort of crisps up. And then mix that into your sweet potatoes. Or cut them into wedges. Toss them with a little bit of olive oil. And just roast them until they're nice and caramelized and beautiful. And you could sort of treat them the same way with sage, I think, is such a nice accompaniment. Mm. Or thyme right on the tray. Do you ever boil your sweet potatoes first and then roast them? I haven't done that. I do that Is all that the time. Is that more beautiful and delicious? Well, it just softens them up so nicely for roasting. And then mm -hmm. and then I usually cut them in half lengthwise mm -hmm. and put them flat on the pan and then drizzle your toppings on it. And that's another nice way to serve mashed potato. I think that's actually really nice because I do find sometimes when I'm roasting a sweet potato that they get darker than I want. And I think maybe your method yeah, they prevents that, that's right. right? You, they get, you get a beautiful it exactly the color. color you want. Mm -hmm. And another, my favorite way to cook sweet potatoes is palmana. Oh, right. Is sliced, cut, slice about a little less than a quarter of an inch thick and uh, layer them in a, in a baking dish with butter and, mm -hmm. and sage or thyme and salt and pepper, and then roast them with a lot of butter. And that's, that is Palm Anna. And so oh, beautiful. they're so good. 
You made that last year. That's yeah. great. That was on. That's probably on the Roku show. People can see that recipe. So here is, dear Martha, this is a nice one from Monica Field. What do you suggest for a couple who will spend Thanksgiving Day dinner alone? We do not really want to go out to a restaurant. Can you suggest alternatives to a turkey? Because it's uh, so large for just two people. I can make the traditional side dishes in a small amount. Thank you. So that's not not so much of a challenge, would you say? I mean, some people cook a small uh, chicken Mm -hmm. for two. Our beautiful stuffed chicken from from our restaurant, the Bedford, would be delicious. Mm -hmm. The stuffing is under the skin, not inside the the bird. And that's a nice uh, recipe. Yep, that would be Um, great. Yeah. Or uh, a game bird, a a nice game bird would be nice. Like a a a guinea fowl or, um, I mean, even if you want it to be super duper plated you could do little cornish game hens one per person i personally do not like cornish do you game not hens. is it too no. annoying to eat i don't know i just don't like the taste of them compared to other poultry mm-hmm. like guinea fowl i love didn't we just do a guinea fowl with claire de bauer from the the pot roasted that was a pheasant 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 yeah. that's right it's pheasant, pheasant season. is delicious you could do that but we have that i recipe. am i have uh, a plethora of guinea fowl running around Mm-hmm. I hatched them this year. We hatched way too many, and they are crazy. And I think, Monica, maybe you should just invite a couple more people. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are so many people who who have, you know, similar circumstances, two yep. or two or one. Yep. Find those people. This year, my daughter is going away. They're going to the Sequoias. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have uh, lunch with Stephen Sills and Kevin Sharkey and several other friends. And Stephen wants to do the ham. I want to do the turkey because I know my turkey is so much better than <laughs> anybody else's turkey. So I want to do that. But I, he says not to. He doesn't want me to do anything. Well, but I'm going to bake pies. And again, we, we're just collecting people to have Thanksgiving yeah. with that, that might be a, alone. I don't think it's a good time to be alone. So good luck with your dinner for two. I'm sure <laughs> it's going to be delicious. Martha Stewart here. As a devoted pet parent and culinary expert, I ensure my cats and dogs are fed the finest nutrition. My premium pet food features air-dried protein inclusion, whole fruits and vegetables, and never any fillers. Martha Stewart pet food formulas make it so easy to satisfy the dietary needs and taste preferences of your pets. Now all six delicious formulas are 50% off. And there's convenient home delivery on Chewy.com. No more lugging heavy bags and your pets will thrive on the optimal nutrition and great taste. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Christina Hollingbaugh from Boston says, Martha, I've been a huge fan. We just bought our first home and we want to host our first Thanksgiving. My husband plans to smoke a turkey, but we have multiple vegetarian friends. What options would you recommend for Thanksgiving vegetarian main courses for a group that also doesn't love mushrooms? <laughs> See, now I don't even think of mushrooms at Thanksgiving time. It's funny. I just don't. Mm-hmm. Do you? No. I think I always think of like the autumnal vegetables, right? Yeah. Like, so the squash. There's and- so many things mm-hmm. for vegetarians. And, you know, my family's vegetarian, but they're allowed, the children are allowed to eat my turkey on Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. only if it's from my from my turkey coop. Yeah. So that's good. And that's smart because it's sustainable and, and healthy and yeah. good. I mean, we mentioned already quite a few different dishes, but Brussels sprouts we haven't mentioned. Yeah, Brussels sprouts oh, would be great. Brussels. I love Brussels sprouts and roasted with olive oil in the oven just until they're a beautiful caramelized brown color. So good. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have another way that you like? I mean, that is the way that I like them. I personally, for Brussels sprouts, like to blanch them and get them kind of soft yes. and then have them a little bit fresh with like lemon juice and well, fresh with butter. But my family only likes them roasted. There's oh. several people in my family that will only eat them that way, oh. um, including my father and my daughter. So I usually do roast them, but also a shaved salad is really nice. Uh, Brussels, Brussels sprouts. sprouts. Oh, yes, yes. It's annoying because you have to cut all the Brussels sprouts, but it's yeah, delicious. And Sarah has just shaved the tip of her thumb <laughs> off. <laughs> Thought we weren't talking about that. <laughs> We, we don't want any thumb tips in our salads. No. Oh, gosh. Yeah, well. Yeah, watch out with those mandolins, everybody. The new Japanese yep. mandolins are Very so sharp. sharp and so fabulous. Yeah, they're really and, good. Oh, so good. We just did a segment for our TV at Masa, who is who just got three stars. Oh, that's that so great. fantastic. Three stars oh, for good. Michelin, yes. Yeah. And he showed me his fried potatoes. They're so, so tiny, the thinnest, thinnest julienne, to, I get potato, whatever you want to call it, julienne. Is yeah, that, julienne, yeah. yeah. But it's so fine that it's almost indecipherable. Oh, wow. It's like, it's like string, little what does string. What do you do with it? Just fried in rice oil. Mm. Rice oil? Yes. Yeah. Oh, oh, yes. This is the new, oil. this is the new oil. This you is the do new not, thing we have to do you, now? Yes, you have to fry, if you're going to fry anything for Thanksgiving, it has to be in rice oil. But- I'm going to do that because I have so many potatoes that we dug. I am going to do that very finest, not not as fine as his, but almost as fine on the on the new Japanese mandolin that I just got, Mm -hmm. and I am going to fry those in rice oil. Mm -hmm. That sounds. And they are delicious. They just like crunch in your mouth. You know, really nice. Yeah, really pretty. Martha, one one thing I think is a great idea that you do a lot for Thanksgiving is stuffing inside of a pumpkin, which is really yes. impressive. It makes your guests who are vegetarians think that you've gone through the effort of something really special yeah, for them, Yeah, a really, right? really nice fruit and nut and bread stuffing. Mm-hmm. Stuffed into, um, and you can pre-cook the squash or pumpkin a little bit. I just did it last week yeah. um, for TV. I've done, I think I've counted like 16 turkeys already this year. Gosh, yes. We've, and another one coming busy, yes, right? I, I mean, if you want to see the parchment-wrapped uh, turkey, the new turkey 102. 102. <laughs> yeah, the new turkey. The 101 was the cheesecloth soaked in white wine and butter. Now, this one is just parchment wrapped around and stapled shut and a really good parchment envelope uh, around a a turkey that's been stuffed and slathered with softened butter and salt and pepper. 
And boy, the first one I made, when I took it out of the oven, I took it out of the envelope of parchment, and then it stays back in the oven until the skin browns. It tasted like Peking duck. Yeah. The skin was so, and it was so moist. It was, that was a heritage turkey, fresh killed. Yeah. Look for your heritage birds. Look for a fresh killed turkey, not frozen if you can. I mean, they're very expensive um, they if you don't, unless you raise them yourself. But they are delicious. They really change your idea of turkey. Mm-hmm. The heritage ones are really pretty magnificent. Yeah, they really are. And you might think that they don't have as much meat as the great big right. um, butter balls, but actually they have a lot of meat. And it's so tasty. And, yeah, and they're mm. so elongated. And one piece of that is equal to five pieces of sort of dried turkey. Um, nobody says about brining. We can't, I can't wait to get to the <laughs> brining question. So the, there's so many great vegetarian recipes. Please just go to MarthaStewart.com and look up sides for Thanksgiving. There are wonderful, wonderful sides. So aside from Brussels, cranberries, don't forget your cranberry sauce. Homemade, do not open a can. I'm sorry, do not. Uh, you must make your own. It's one- so Jay Heller of the Blackened Turkey fame. She made three quarts of cranberries for her bank lunch. She did? She did, and she doesn't cook anything. <laughs> so she took one, one package of cranberries, that's a pound, I guess, mm-hmm. and one cup of sugar and one cup of fresh orange, orange juice. juice. Mm-hmm. That's yep. it. And you cook that until the cranberries pop. Done. Yep. yep. And that's so good. And I like to then turn that into a turkey mold. I put mm-hmm. it in my beautiful turkey molds and, and unmold the beautiful cranberry turkeys. Oh, cra- cornbread. We haven't even talked about baking fresh cornbread. <laughs> this That's, is getting to be very elaborate. Well, no, but yeah. this is for- You like for, yours in a turkey mold for oh, that I too, do. Right? I, I bake them in those beautiful turkey molds. Who's our maker? Nordic Ware. Nordic Ware uh, from, the, from the Midwest, the yep. North Midwest. They make those fabulous turkey molds. Wedges of acorn squash. Yeah. Or stuffed acorn squash is also another oh, great yes. um, sort of hearty vegetarian main yeah. with like and, grains and, and, and ni- Yeah, stuff. nice grains. You could do bulgur wheat and mm-hmm. make a, a nice stuffing out of that with onions and carrots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'd be pretty. Yeah, beautiful. Mm, I'm getting some ideas. Kristen from Fernandina Beach. I'm a pescatarian. Do you have any recipe suggestions for a fish main course? Yeah, there's Yeah, lots. I mean, I love a beautiful side of salmon just simply roasted and then at thanksgiving because of the seasonality like a pomegranate relish is really nice on top of that so just fresh and bright so just pomegranate seeds with a little olive oil and lemon zest and any kind of herbs that you like parsley mint dill and then just put that over the top of the cooked side of salmon and you can slow cook it in the oven at 250 degrees it only takes about 30 minutes With lemon slices, Mm. so beautiful. Beautiful. That would be great. Yeah. And uh, I'm big into monkfish now. I just, Mm. I don't know why I love monkfish so much. But uh, Eric Repair from Bernadette just taught us a a really delicious monkfish, uh, simply, simply cooked in a vinegar broth, kind of a vinegar um, bouillon to start. And it's so simple. And then roasted with, uh, with butter. And it was so good. And a few herbs. That's a nice, those recipes. Nice meaty fish. Yeah. Yeah. And he has a new book out. So if you're a pescatarian, you should really get Eric Repair's new fish book. Sim- I, is it called Simply, Simple Fish Cookery? Simply Fish or something like that. Well, and those recipes, the, those that Roku show will be airing and people can see them, but they're really incredible but techniques. But not before Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh. 
Oh, here's Stacy Lauder. Right. Remember Stacy? I do. Yes. Yeah, she's our former alum, and she's hosting her first Thanksgiving this year in her own New York City apartment. And I thought getting a spatchcock turkey would be best, since I know it will take less time and not overheat my apartment. So, I think that's a good idea. Yep. But should she put cheesecloth over the top of the turkey? No, no, no you do not have to. My mom has used the cheesecloth method forever and is insisting I do that as well. <laughs> you do not have to read our spatchcock turkey recipe. It is so delicious, Stacy, And it roasts uh, flat quickly. Uh, all the vegetables can be uh, put around it or even under it. Mm -hmm. And you will have a very tantalizing, delicious big turkey. So, oh, have fun. <laughs> you can call Sarah on Thanksgiving morning. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else will be. When she's, oh, has anyone <laughs> ever, an ever smoked a turkey? Thomas Joseph has smoked turkeys perfectly, as I have. Um, and uh, if you have one of those domes, uh, they mm -hmm. work the best, don't you think? Yep. Yep. This turkey and, right here. Oh, there it is. Yeah, what well, what issue was that? This was um, November 2021. Oh, 2021 from Martha Stewart Living yeah. Magazine. That's the Thomas's perfect recipe. smoked well, turkey. But go to MarthaStewart.com. The recipe is right there, yeah. and you will love that smoked turkey. And uh, we don't make it too smoky. No. Uh, but we do cook it thoroughly, and it is a delectable, delectable turkey. Um, it just takes time. It does. It's, take time. it's a very to, low temperature. Yeah, so you low have to, temperature. You do not want to burn it. You do not want to dry it out mm -hmm. at all. The nice thing about a, a smoked turkey is the most beautiful, even golden all over color. Mm -hmm. And it holds up really, really nicely. Too. Oh, it does. Yeah. yeah. It stays It stays looking like it was just Brand done. New. Yep, it right. does. Yep. Exactly. And it's also nice. You can serve a smoked turkey room temperature, which is nice if you are into that kind of thing and you want to have something that's make ahead. Here's a sophisticated question. When you do a dinner of appetizer soup or salad, main course and dessert, what formula do you use to balance the flavors so that they complement each other? Hmm. That's a good question. It is. And uh, it's not really Thanksgiving-y, but uh, we can apply it to Thanksgiving. So soup is so nice at Thanksgiving, I think. Do you like serving soup as a first I course? I don't often do it, but it's mostly... Just a matter of service, service and yeah. space. But I do think that it's really nice. Yeah. But one of your like very simple vegetable uh, puree soups that are um, like a very light puree is really nice. Like a squash soup mm -hmm. or a carrot soup or a fennel soup or a celery cel root. Celery root. And I have the best celery roots this year. I have never grown such monsters. Mm -hmm. But the flavors should be different. If you're looking for four different kinds of flavors, don't repeat yourself. So don't have don't have roasted pumpkin or a roasted orange squash if you're going to have a pumpkin pie for dessert. Yep. And right. that pumpkin meringue, mile mm -hmm. high meringue, that's nice, nice. Or a pumpkin brulee tart would be nice. Mm -hmm. uh, but don't have squash during for the meals. Have other vegetables, greener vegetables, right. mashed potatoes better uh, than squash. And the turkey should be, you know, stuffed appropriately, depending on what what you're not having in the other courses. Mm -hmm. uh, what kind of what's your favorite stuffing, Thomas? My favorite stuffing, I, I just like a lot of flavor in my stuffing. So I like a lot of onions, leeks, celery. I think it's really important that you most often I add more than a recipe calls for. Apple. I'm not a big fruit person oh. in my stuffing, and I'm I don't really love nuts um, that much. But um, you sometimes put sausage. It depends. I think it depends on who's who's going to eat. I never eat put with sausage. Us. 
Yeah, my nephews, they don't really like a lot of stuff in their stuffing, so yeah. I try to avoid that. But sometimes I'll actually put in a little bit of heavy cream. Mm. So it, it's kind of a hybrid yeah. between a stuffing and a, almost like a bread pudding, but not mm. as as wet. Um, yeah, I, richness. Yeah, that's so interesting. Martha Stewart here. As a devoted pet parent and culinary expert, I ensure my cats and dogs are fed the finest nutrition. My premium pet food features air-dried protein inclusion, whole fruits and vegetables, and never any fillers. Martha Stewart pet food formulas make it so easy to satisfy the dietary needs and taste preferences of your pets. Now all six delicious formulas are 50% off. And there's convenient home delivery on Chewy.com. No more lugging heavy bags, and your pets will thrive on the optimal nutrition and great taste. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Look at these questions. Look, 150 (laughs) questions came in. We are skipping the bird and just slicing up pre-cooked turkey breasts. Aha. Please don't judge us. We're going to judge you. (laughs) (laughs) Roast your own turkey breasts. I mean, it's so easy to roast and so, so far superior Mm -hmm. to buying a cooked turkey breast, don't you think? I do. It's so easy to roast a turkey breast. And is there anything they can add to the broth or breast itself to add extra flavor? I mean, I don't think you really can improve it too, too terribly much. Mm-hmm. It's really easy. Just buy it. It's going to take you how long to cook a turkey breast? Like two, an hour and a half an maybe? Hour. If that. It depends yeah. on the size. Yeah. And, and there are, you know, smaller turkey breasts. I would say get bone in because it will give you more flavor. And also it will give you the foundation to make a gravy too, which you can put over your yeah. sliced turkey if that's... We only cook Akira Yosh. Oh, do you know this Yo- Akira Yoshimura? Yes. <laughs> he's a very good friend of all of ours. Yes. A colleague and a friend. And he's we only cook the dark meat part of the turkey, okay. thighs and wings on a baking sheet, and cook cranberry sauce on the side. What kind of salad would you recommend so the entire meal will be balanced? Also, can you recommend an alternative sauce to gravy? So, hmm. Hmm. only the dark meat. What does he do with the rest, I wonder? Can you just buy? You can buy thigh. You can buy any of the pieces, right? So you probably just buy uh, turkey thighs. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I like to make gravy, and then I'll also make like a salsa verde, like an herb sauce um, that I think helps to complement all the rich foods um, on the Thanksgiving plate. So I think 
You could try that. Yeah. Caramelized um, onions would be nice on mm-hmm. dark meat of turkey. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't that be good? That would be delicious. Yeah. There's so many good things to make the salad of. I I love butternut squash in a salad mm-hmm. that you can ro- roast little thin slices and put that in your salad with pomegranate mm-hmm. seeds and celery. Yeah. And what else would you put in there? Maybe sliced apple also. I think that would be nice. And, so you get uh, some different textures yeah. and flavor. Yeah. yeah. And a beautiful radicchio. I love all the radicchios that people are serving salads now mm-hmm. with so many all different- All the speckles. Yeah. And the it's so beautiful. Colors. All those different Treviso uh, mm-hmm. radicchios. So Akira, have a nice lunch. This gonna <laughs> sounds good. Hi, girly. This is from Monique Ortega. She's saying, hi, girly. Been a big fan. How's Snoop? Anyways, I'm throwing a drags giving. If the drag show starts at 5 p.m., when should I put the turkey in? Well, it depends on what size your turkey is. And also they're planning on eating before? Drag show is dinner. The drag show is the actual dinner. dinner. Yeah. It depends on the size of your turkey and, and how you're going to cook it, right? I mean, right. if you spatchcock a turkey, it really would only take like an hour to maybe an hour and a half, depending so on the size. So work backwards, Monique. Uh, you have to work backwards. So if you you want everything ready at five, uh, check the size of your turkey, the number of minutes it takes to roast that particular size turkey or shape of turkey and all your vegetable sides and everything. And have a real good time, <laughs> girly. <laughs> What's the tip for staying organized when having Thanksgiving company? Well, it, it depends how organized you are as a person. It is hard to manage the guests, manage the table, manage the drinks, manage the food itself, and uh, have some a little bit of help. Try to have somebody helping you with like the drinks yep. so you don't have to think about that. And also maybe have somebody else think about the dessert so you don't have to think about that. But um, it's uh, it's you have to be very neat, but you have to pay attention to your friends and your family on Thanksgiving Day. I have one thing to add to that for in terms of prep. What I like to do is keep everything prepped by recipe in my refrigerator. So I try to clean my refrigerator a couple days ahead, mm-hmm. clean it out, yeah, so it's as empty as possible. And then if your refrigerator can accommodate this, put things on little pans or um, sheet pans or something buy recipe. And then I take them out and I make them and make them as I need them. And then I'm, I know I'm not missing it. So that's called mise en place. Mise en place. Yeah. That is a very good way to stay organized for something like this. In the same vein, uh, this is Lola Mark 77. How can I keep the kitchen consistently clean throughout Thanksgiving day? Before, it should be impeccable, and after, you can do the final big cleanup after your guests leave. But don't take out the broom while they're there. <laughs> yeah. But you can wipe the counters down a little bit with a damp uh, rag. But don't don't be sweeping and vacuuming while people are still around. Clean as you go. Yes, and right. clean as you go. That way, when you get to that point, you don't need to, you won't be thinking about it because you'll have a pretty clean space already. Yes. Oh, for pie crusts. Ah, uh, here we is, go. Uh, this is Chicksima. Is there really a difference in the outcome when using unsalted butter? Oh, that's such a great question. Because we were just we were just talking about and that. I will I will tell you. Martha after can tell you Thanksgiving. after Thanksgiving. <laughs> um, so we have a little bit of an abundance of salted butter here right now, and a shortage of unsalted. So we discussed this, and we're making our pie crust with salted butter. Our recipe, the Martha's Pat Brise uses about one and a half teaspoons of kosher salt um, or two. I actually usually use two, which is about one teaspoon of fine salt. 
what we're doing is using salted butter and then getting rid of almost all the salt, except about a quarter of a teaspoon, Mm -hmm. just to sort of enhance the flavor slightly. I think that's a good amount. For many people, they might just leave the salt out altogether. I have to um, make at least 25 pies on the Wednesday before Thanksgiving to be picked up starting at 4 p.m. So I have a very, and Tuesday I have to work all day. Well, I, I made you a little gift. There's else. some pie crusts in the Thank the you so much. I'm, and I'm making the rest of the pie crust tonight and putting it in the freezer, nice yeah. discs of pie crust. And those will all be rolled out this weekend and put into yeah. and frozen. What I did today was send out the questionnaire with, uh, I think they have five or six choices of pie. There's a lemon pie. Mm. There is a cranberry tart. There is a, a pecan chocolate or plain pecan tart. There is a pumpkin meringue, and there is what, what other pies? Apple. Are I didn't. You're not doing apple this apple. year. I'm doing apple for myself, but no. but you know how long it takes to peel and yeah. cut up the apples. It also doesn't hold up as well as the other ones. So and these no, are the new your... one. The new one that I just created. Oh, it did? The applesauce just topped with. Oh, the with, tart. That has the applesauce tart. Yeah, that's has tr- It really holds up beautifully. The second day, it's just as good. And apple pie doesn't hold up as well. And so no, those are doesn't. such great options. Yeah. These all hold to up To make nicely. a head. Yeah. I learned that from Joanne from uh, up in Boston. Oh, from Joanne Chang? <laughs> yes. Because she said, you know, they don't, they do not hold up at the, in the bakery. Yeah. And so she has her little tips for making things last longer. And uh, that pear tart that- Yeah. Yeah. She, oh, that was so good. And she um, poaches the pears first. Right. And then layers them into a pre-baked- crust. Mm. She gave me one unbaked for, and I froze it and it was delectable. Yeah. You baked it directly from frozen. So that's actually a great tip for people. If they're nervous and feel overwhelmed, they can make some of their, their, they can make some of their tarts ahead of time and freeze them. Especially with the pre-cooked fruit. That's what we were talking about this morning, that the roasted or poached pears are really nice because they don't exude liquid. That's right. So Jennifer Moore says, this Thanksgiving, my daughters 16, 14, and 12, and myself will be at home for Thanksgiving. Our oven broke this year, gas thermostat, and as a single parent, replacement is too costly. We have been able to get along fine with just the stovetop, air fryer, and microwave. Do you have any dinner planning suggestions aside from Thanksgiving carryout? Well, okay, well, you can do a lot of stuff on the stovetop. I have not used an air fryer for any turkey. Have you? No, it depends on what kind they have. It, yeah. If it's big enough, they could do a turkey breast in an yes, air fryer. Yeah. I don't know what size. Like, there are a lot of different kinds. The drawer versions don't work quite as well for something like that. But if they have the sort of toaster oven kind, I feel like that would work great. How much have you used? Air fryers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lots of different models. I live in a small apartment, so I don't have a room for a lot of appliances. But there are a lot of... Um, great quality air fryers that are large enough to accommodate a turkey breast. But Jennifer, you are challenged this this year with with your uh, lack of an oven, but you can do such great things. The, I think the idea of doing a, a nice turkey breast skin on would be very nice in the air fryer. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And uh, you can also, um, microwave is not good for a turkey breast. You cannot no. be cooking, but many of the vegetables can be cooked very successfully, if you know how, in the microwave. Mm-hmm. And your stovetop is great for most things. Mashed yeah. potatoes, yeah. mashed sweet potatoes, any green vegetable. Yeah. Uh, well, creamed, oh, we didn't talk about creamed spinach, did we? Oh. Oh, creamed spinach, spinach. Would be so good. 
And she says, P.S., my autistic daughter, Marin, loves Big Martha's mashed potatoes and enjoys helping to make them each holiday. Thanksgiving blessings to you all. Isn't that nice? That's so nice. Oh, I wish I could send you a pie. Say hi to your your lovely girls, and uh, I'm sure you'll have a delicious dinner. Yeah, she could, I mean, also, if, if she has a grill, right? Yeah. You could also spatchcock a turkey and cook it on the grill. Yeah. Lisa Wagner, I, I believe she oh, does, does that, that every year. Yeah. yeah, she makes such a good turkey. So, a very slow grill, mm-hmm. covered, covered grill. Oh, that's nice, yeah. 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 Maybe, if you don't have one, maybe somebody could borrow one. Mm-hmm. Pita sushi, how can I serve pecan pie warm without it melting? We've experienced this. I think you have to bake it, cool it. And then just warm it Slightly. gently yeah. in the oven once yeah. it's been fully cooled. Yeah. You yeah. can't cut a warm pecan pie. No. But um, you can warm it. We, we, we've we done this. Yeah. Right. I don't like warm pie. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I hate to say I don't really love warm pie either. I, I never don't. I never warm my pie. I, don't, I, I do not like warm apple pie with ice cream melting all over it. No. I don't either. Do you have but a classic movie it. you watch in the evening after Thanksgiving? Well, we used to watch uh, The Wizard of Oz because oh. that would that would be on every Thanksgiving. <laughs> this is going to sound super bougie, but now we get the the screeners because Marion's in the producers' guild, so we usually just watch some new movie from oh, this year. No, I think um, we play cards now. Cards are a big after dinner. It's nice. Activity, yes. Yeah, to fun. keep you awake and, yes. and engaged, yeah. right? And make good drinks, nice mm-hmm. bourbon sours with Ooh. cider. Yeah, there's all kinds of good things to do after dinner. Yeah. Or Scrabble. And, and, or Scrabble. And yeah. then have a sandwich late. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for my sandwich. <laughs> Turkey, cranberry, stuffing, and gravy. Has to be. My gravy thickens in the pan, but thins back out as it cools. Hmm. Huh. What am I doing wrong? It's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Um, chemistry. Lessons in chemistry. One would think that it would actually thicken as it cools, yes. right? So, I mean, my advice would be we have a great Gravy 101 recipe. I would say look at that. Follow yeah, that recipe. Go to MarthaStewart.com and look up Gravy 101, mm-hmm. and you will not have a, a watery gravy. Yeah, and another thing I would add is um, if you ever do have a, a thin gravy, Wondra, right, the instant flour that yes. is available at all grocery stores, it comes in a blue cylinder. Right, mixed with a little bit of broth, and chicken it, broth. Or- yeah, and it thickens up um, almost immediately with heat. So if you can you can easily whisk it in, it doesn't clump up right. at all. It's a, it's a great tip. I love Wondra. Mm-hmm. I use it for several things. Yeah. Oh, here's a good one. Joseph Dale Patz asks, what side of aluminum foil should face the food, the shiny or the dull? Does it matter? Yes, it does matter. No side of the <laughs> aluminum foil should face the food. I line all my aluminum foil that I'm using for anything with parchment paper. Mm-hmm. Uh, buy yourself uh, some sheets of parchment or a roll, and do not let the aluminum foil really touch your food. I, well, it's a bad habit, uh, first of all, I think. And and uh, if you're, say, cooking something with acid, like tomatoes or lemon, the aluminum foil actually deteriorates onto yep. your food, mm-hmm. and you can see little holes in the foil. Yep. So you're ingesting that. So remember, just use just use foil. There's no, no thing wrong with using foil as a nice uh, cover, like a blanket, but line it with parchment, please. Oh, this is a nice one. Dap Birch asks, what is an easy and unusual hostess gift for a friend's giving? Oh, that's nice. Hmm. 
We did that cranberry cordial, which was very delicious. That's lovely. Yep. That um, recipe is is available and you just, um, it's vodka with cranberries and a little sugar. bit of sugar and in a pretty decorative jar and wrapped with a nice red ribbon. That's a nice gift. Mm-hmm. What else would you be giving? I love to give like a dessert wine. So kind of skipping over a table wine that, you know, you could serve for dinner, just something special for after dinner, I think is, is really nice. Something for breakfast. I think it's always nice if you're going to someone's home, like if you make a homemade granola or you know someplace that makes amazing croissants, you can bring those to to your hosts and they can have a nice Mm. relaxing breakfast the next day or a great loaf of bread for their sandwiches the next day. Wouldn't that be nice? That's a nice gift. And I always take like a dozen eggs or two dozen eggs. If you have chickens. I have chickens. And this year I might be taking celery roots because I (laughs) I have so many celery roots that are like, they weigh about nine pounds each. Martha, what's your favorite Thanksgiving food? Oh dear. This is, that's such a hard, I love a really good pumpkin pie and I love a really good stuffing and I love a perfectly roasted uh, heritage turkey. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, those are so traditional and and they might sound boring to you guys, but they're awfully good. Classics for a reason. Oh, you had a tip last year from Mahoosh 007 for getting rid of garlic smell. What about onion smell? I stuffed my turkey and now my hands stink. <laughs> well, onion is basically soap and water. Mm-hmm. But uh, garlic is rubbing your hands on something stainless steel, a stainless steel bowl running under hot water and with a little soap takes every evidence of garlic off your hands. Mm -hmm. You can use a stainless steel knife, just don't cut yourself. And uh, that is is so good. How to repurpose turkey. What do you do with leftover turkey, Thomas? I love a turkey sandwich. Yeah. I usually will roast a separate turkey or turkey breast so that there's enough with five little kids running around, they all want a turkey sandwich the next day. So I really, I'm kind of a purist in that sense. That's good. Yeah. yeah. And Sarah? I almost every year make a turkey leftover pie. So all the things that you Ooh. described in your sandwich, I put into pie crust and oh. I bake into a pie with the gravy, um, even with the mashed potatoes, anything that we have left, even if there are roasted vegetables, I layer everything in there. Sarah is a pie maven. Um, right? So this is what, I, you never told me that. I, oh, really? I didn't yeah. know you did that yeah. with your pie. Um, but I also do, you know, I tend not to love turkey broth, but last year I also don't like to throw things away. So I, I always make a broth. So I made my turkey broth with my, uh, the carcass of my turkey, and I made a really spicy soup with chilies and lime and lime juice and uh, cilantro and lemongrass. So it was, and ginger. So it was very, very flavorful. It could be less spicy if you don't like spice, just the ginger and the herbs. Did and you put beans in it or anything like that? I didn't do that. I just ate it as a broth and Ooh. it was really, really nice. But also I was, I was sick last Thanksgiving. So it's very nice if you're not feeling well. You can freeze it. I really loved that as a great use for the turkey carcass. It was nice. So here's something. Martha, is there a ceramic paint that is food grade to cover the lead-based paints in old dishes? Don't go there. Um, It's just not worth it. Put those plates on a shelf. 
Mm-hmm. And the consignment shops have so many stacks of beautiful plates right now. I went to some consignment shops last weekend. I found such beautiful things, very inexpensively. So uh, don't go painting your chipped or worn plates. It's uh, not a, not a good idea. Need help with an easy beginner pie crust recipe, please. The easiest recipe and the most flavorful and delicious is pie crust like R101, which is two and a half cups of flour, two sticks of unsalted butter, a teaspoon and a half of salt, and ice water. I also sometimes put a teaspoon of sugar Mm -hmm. and ice water. And I do it in the food processor, mix your flour and salt, add butter cut up into like quarter inch cubes, icy cold butter. My rule is make it cold, bake it hot. And you add ice water by tablespoon until it just comes together. Roll it into a disc between two sheets of plastic wrap, chill it, roll it, form it into a pan. Couldn't be easier. Look it up, marthastewart.com. I think we've answered an awful lot of questions. (laughs) A lot of questions. But I just wanted people to also know that our complete no-fail guide to Thanksgiving turkey, it is a like a six-page story. This is the November 2017 um, issue. Um, You know what? I'm going to put this on my Instagram. Yeah. Jocelyn. Jocelyn, (laughs) who helps me with all things blog and Instagram, et cetera, et cetera. Let us post this, Okay. Our complete no-fail guide to Thanksgiving. We're going to do that. I promise you all. I'll just go to Martha Stewart 48. It has essential tools that you need, how to prep, how to select a turkey, how to carve and plate, and how to cook. It's really great. Thank you, Thomas. Thank you, Sarah. And thank all of you for your questions. And I hope our conversation has helped you have a really beautiful and friendly Thanksgiving. Martha Stewart here. As a devoted pet parent and culinary expert, I ensure my cats and dogs are fed the finest nutrition. My premium pet food features air-dried protein inclusion, whole fruits and vegetables, and never any fillers. Martha Stewart pet food formulas make it so easy to satisfy the dietary needs and taste preferences of your pets. Now all six delicious formulas are 50% off. And there's convenient home delivery on Chewy.com. No more lugging heavy bags and your pets will thrive on the optimal nutrition and great taste. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. 
Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. <laughs> 